Welcome to All Steelers Talk, your home for everything Pittsburgh Steelers, presented by AllSteelers.com. What is up, Steelers Nation? Thank you so much for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. I'm Noah Strackbine, joined every Tuesday and Thursday by my main man, Donnie Droon. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today, we're talking about three big headlines the Pittsburgh Steelers have had within the last 48 hours or so. We're going to start off with Deontay Johnson and the statement the NFL made about him and possibly what he's worth. A petition to take down Akrasher Stadium, get him out of here before they even start. And finally, Le'Veon Bell is somewhat retiring from the game of football. And in his goodbye, he mentions what could have been with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plenty to talk about. It's a busy day. Donnie, it's a beautiful day here in the Berg. How you feeling, my friend? Feeling great. What a time for everybody to be a, uh, a Pittsburgh sports fan. I mean, Penguins just signed Evgeny Malkin, made sure he's going to retire with Sid. Phenomenal yep. day. The, the Pittsburgh Pirates, before the last two games, had won like four in a row. Phenomenal what? day. Did they yeah. start winning after I was there and they lost 19-2? to two? Yes, they did. You're welcome, Pirates fans. <laughs> yeah, so you got uh, those two things going, and you got the you got the Steelers. You know, one of their old running backs is about to retire ahead of the boxing. Another one of their receivers is not apparently valued throughout the NFL, and apparently their stadium sucks. So cool. <laughs> their uh, their stadium does suck. I think we can all agree that their stadium does suck. The, the um, name sucks. Like Heinz Field is a pretty cool place to go watch some football. Heinz Field's fantastic, football. yeah. But the the, uh, the, uh, the name is pretty garbage. But we're going to start off with Deontay Johnson. The NFL every year, Jeremy Fowler, I think this is two or three years in a row, Jeremy Fowler speaks to 50 yeah. NFL execs and GMs, getting the inside scoop on who they believe is the top 10 at each valued position. They came out mm-hmm. with wide receiver. It was not in Deontay Johnson's favor. No. Unfortunately, he missed the top 10, which I think everybody expected. But on top of that, he also missed honorable mentions. I'll just run through the names here. Obviously, Devontae Adams at number one, Cooper Cup at number two. Jamar Chase comes in at number three. Justin Jefferson, number four. Tyreek Hill, number five. Stefan Diggs makes the list at six. DeAndre Hopkins, seven. Mike Evans, eight. Debo Samuel comes in at nine. DK Metcalf at 10. And then honorable mentions, Keenan Allen, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, who just got paid. And we just talked about how maybe that's where Deontay Johnson's number is. Marquise Goodwin, Michael Thomas, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Williams, or Mike Williams. You look at the list, I don't think I, there's no issues with it, I don't believe. No. (laughs) Oh, but I will say Michael Thomas, the the Saints Mike Thomas, not Mike Williams, Michael Thomas. For him to still kind of be on the honorable mentions after, like, not really have, like, playing – a whole lot in two years yeah but he's a monster he's no a monster. he is for sure for sure but i mean we're talking about the nfl's top 10 receivers heading into 2022 i don't know anybody who has their like heights and expectations set for a guy like mike thomas to go up and not explode but i mean to to be one of what the top 15 receivers in the nfl i, I don't expect that 
Um, I thought it was interesting too that um, he was also, and he being Deontay Johnson, and the also receiving votes category. I don't know if you saw that. So there was Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Odell Beckham Jr., and T. Higgins is kind of the company, which isn't bad company for Deontay no, Johnson to be around. But I, I do think it opens up the question how does the rest of the NFL value Deontay Johnson? I mean, I think it's pretty pretty clear how they value Deontay Johnson. They don't think he's in the same realm as a lot of these guys. I think the biggest name on that list is Marquise Goodwin or Godwin, who Goodwin. I think he he's paid, what, $17 million a season or something? And I know it was a oh, low Chris ball, Godwin, but sorry. Chris Godwin. Yeah, oh, yeah, not Marquise. Yeah, he's the, the fast dude. Um, mm-hmm. Forgot about him for a long time. Um, he, Godwin is a dude who has been on the, or who's on the list, who's been underpaid. He's still going to remain underpaid with this new spike in the market, but he's clearly better than Deontay Johnson. I didn't expect either of them to make the list, but I know that Godwin's closer than DJ is to making that top 10. I think that just solidifies. I think it solidifies a lot of things. Solidifies that Deontay Johnson is not in the $20 million range viewed by the NFL and I I think it kind of justifies what what a lot of Steelers fans are saying is that there's a select group of guys that are worth this amount of amount of money and I Deontay Johnson's not in there I thought that he is but you know if NFL GMs and execs believe that then I'll rethink myself so to kind of touch on that point, Chris Godwin currently makes an average salary of $20 million, which is right around, I think, what Deontay oh, he Johnson. Oh, is 20000000 million? Yeah, so that's right around what he's trying to like aim himself for. Uh, I do want to give a counterpoint to everything you just said, though, because you, you did bring up a, a lot of facts. No printer. Um, I think NFL receivers getting paid is a lot of kind of what the market is demanding, more so their talents. An example, Christian Kirk. Um Deontay Johnson, like I don't think there's any doubting he's he's going to get on an open market twenty million dollars a year, like especially if like the Steelers don't pay him this season and he goes off and he has a phenomenal year. Yeah, one hundred percent. I expect him to do what he does and get that big money deal. But is he worth it? That's kind of the the dilemma you have to go back and forth with if you're the Steelers and if you're other NFL teams as well. So. Let me ask that because I think we've talked about the Steelers about a billion times already. Does this show that Deontay Johnson's market value outside of Pittsburgh might not be as high as we believe? Uh, you know, I would say yes and no. Um, I think a random poll of anonymous execs doesn't exactly speak to how every team feels about him, um, at least like throughout the league. But also at the same time, like, it, you know, you have to figure – some of these people and some of these guys that are answering these questions are decision makers. And, you know, if other teams or other people high up in NFL teams feel this way about Deontay Johnson, certainly some others do, right? But the the only problem with that line of thinking is all it takes is one team to believe in them. And I, I, I hate to keep going back and forth with this, but the whole Christian Kirk thing, all it took was the Jaguars to believe in him, to pay him that much money, and look what he got. Yeah, I agree. I, I I don't disagree with that. It's tough because I think 
ridiculous money for Deontay Johnson in the open market is like $25, $26 million. Yep. When you see this list, though, and you got like Debo Samuel um, is going to be a free agent sooner rather than later, most likely. Do you like what would his value be? If Deontay Johnson's is still remains high, Debo's could be $30 million. If that's what we're valuing oh, for sure. But like Debo also offers a lot more versatility in what you're able to do. Yeah. But and that's what I, I mean. I, is, I would argue a lot more like production too. Yeah, I agree. And that's what I mean. Debo's bar is, is here. Deontay's mm-hmm. is here. So do you really expect Debo to be like a $30 million guy? Or do you think that he'd be a $25 million guy? And Deont- that would set the bar much lower for Deontay. The only problem is that, like, I don't think Deontay is going to ask for thirty million. I, I, I don't think his camp is going to try to start negotiations at thirty million, and then kind of work their way down from there. I'd, like, it, especially in the NFL too, your market value is kind of already within a certain limit. It just depends on who's going to budge and or like who's going to blink in negotiations. I I, dude, I still think that number is between 20 to like 22, 23 a year. Like, like I think that's kind of like the sweet spot for what Deontay is going to get eventually. All right. I like that number. I don't dislike, I don't dislike that number. I think Deontay is worth as much as, like you said, as much as anybody's going to pay him, as much as the Steelers are going to pay him. I think this list just clears a lot of people's eyes. It just kind of makes a statement like, Hey, Stop talking about it because no, he's not. And do you think the Steelers dodged a bullet with this one? If the, no, the Steelers paid no, him $20 million because... two months ago and we're sitting here. Do you think that, or three weeks ago, do you think that we're like, oh man, he's not even in the top 15? Oh, no, not at all. Because you have to, I think you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Like, sure, if you pay him $20 million, that, that puts him like top 10 receiver money, doesn't it? That's just like or like right around like the, the rough edges of that. I'd I'd have to like go back and like look at it obviously, but I mean it, like you're you're still locking down your guy, your number one receiver the last couple of years for I, I don't want to say like a reasonable price, but like I don't think anybody's gonna see Deontay Johnson getting twenty or twenty one or even maybe like twenty two million a year and go, Oh man, that's ridiculous, especially considering what Terry McLaurin just got. You know, and like we, we brought up their stats. But Terry McLaurin made an honorable mention. Yeah, but like, we, dude, we both know like Terry McLaurin has produced with some not great offenses, and Deontay Johnson has kind of produced with some not great offenses as well. Um, and also, sure. like, you're you're not like paying for what Deontay Johnson has like done for you. You're paying for what Deontay Johnson can do for you in the future. And I think that's where some of the mix up kind of gets as well. You you want to lock him down so whenever Deontay Johnson does become a twenty five, a twenty six million dollar per year receiver, you already have him on a very not very but like a team friendly deal as opposed to what the rest of the market is going to be like deserving at that time. Yeah, that's not a bad argument. I mean, if you if you're saving six million dollars a year for three seasons, that's not a bad but argument. That, that's at all. that's true, but that's also the the way of thinking the Steelers haven't exactly adopted the last few no, years. The Steelers, if the name has me and Antonio Brown, yeah, and exactly. that, that, that's but, where but that whole time, other argument comes into play. But at the same time, they have. I mean, they haven't had a wide receiver since Antonio Brown. You weren't going to pay Juju a boatload of money to pay a lot of money but they at the same time they've shown they're willing to pay a lot of money 
I don't know. It's like this special term. You know what I mean? Like there's still all these beat writers out there that I hear. And like, I'm still, you know, this is your four in the locker room and you're nine on covering this team. And I've heard the term special player, like a, a million times when it comes to paying guys, but it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're a special, only special players get contracts. Like to me, it seems as if if you're good, you get a contract. Yeah. Special players get great, like crazy contracts. Crazy. You get Cam Hayward, Minka TJ, TJ Watt, Minko money if you're special, but that's yeah. not it doesn't mean that they're not gonna sit around and pay somebody. They were willing to pay Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell wasn't special. He was just good. He, there's if we the way back, Le'Veon Bell and Deontay Johnson are the same player, the same exact player. Couldn't don't show up in the playoffs. In Bell's case, he was hard in the playoffs. I think Le'Veon Bell was arguably the top of his position whenever he played. I don't think we could ever have said that about Deontay Johnson. Two it's different so positions. It's so much easier though. to be the best running back in football. It's so much easier to be the best running back. I would agree. So, uh, but that's I what I mean. But, like but if, he still if, was. <laughs> if Deontay, if there was one wide receiver from every NFL team, Deontay Johnson be. Uh, I guess he wouldn't be because this is still one wide receiver from every team. So I guess he'd yep. still be pretty low. I, I don't know. I don't, I never thought Le'Veon was generational talent. No, I, I, I'm never saying he was generational talent, but like there was a strong stretch of time where Le'Veon and granted behind a very good offensive line behind and playing in a very, very high flying Steelers offense that featured a uh, still very good big Ben, uh, a top five, top three offensive line, whenever everybody was healthy. Um, you know, Antonio Brown, Mark Tavis Bryant, even like Juju for a little bit there too, I believe. Um, actually, no. Did he play with Juju? Uh, maybe a year. But Dude, no, no, no. My, my version of time is so warped, bro. Yeah, no. I guess for one year, he would have played with them in 2017, but that would have been the it, it because 2018 was the last year that AB and – that, that was the year Le'Veon didn't play. It was also mm -hmm. the last year A.B. played. So he yep. would have played with them for one year. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe maybe Bell's, but Bell was going to get paid. Bell wasn't going to get paid generational money. He's going to get no, a pretty high amount of money for his position group. But I don't know. Like I don't think the Steelers whole – like whatever you want to call it, the like the Steelers way, you know, the everything that is embedded into everyone having an opinion on this of the Steelers don't pay people. The Steelers pay a lot of people. They just don't pay a lot of people a lot of money. $20 million right now is a lot of money in two years. It won't be a lot of like think about it. George Pickens is going to make $30 million a year in four years on an average contract. And if he's Dude, the I hope best so, that means he's football, a freaking baller, but it doesn't mean that he's a baller. He could be – think about it. In four years, $30 million in the wide receiver market's nothing. No, it, it's still – it'd still be very high. It wouldn't 30 be. $30 million? Dude, come on. If Deontay Johnson's getting paid 25, if Debo Samuels is and Tyree Kill are players that could get paid $30 million this year, in four years, in four, in four years, you're telling me a Christian Kirk isn't going to come around, sign a $28 million deal? Because that's what the value is, and then boom! All I don't of a sudden, think thirty million dollars is going to be nothing money. 
I think it will. I mean, like, yeah, to me, knew that's a billion dollars. But if people four years ago probably weren't saying twenty billion dollars is nothing money, and it's nothing money right now, if you're a wide receiver. When AB, what was AB? I, I, I don't even think twenty million is still nothing money because, like, we're we're debating on whether or not Deontay Johnson should get around twenty million dollars, and that's not it's nothing money. If, if, if it was if it was nothing money, then the Steelers would pay it, right? If it wasn't a wide receiver, I'd say yes. But like, but the here's Steelers the thing with have... all that. But here's here's the problem with that process. Omar Khan came in right away and got the Minka deal done. Like, like he he is not the conventional Steelers way general manager. And it's it, it, like he he does not operate like Kevin Colbert did. We, we we've already seen the differences in the first month he's been at the helm. I agree. And I'm not saying Omar Khan is going to sign Deontay Johnson to X, Y, or Z money, but I mean the the old the old adage and the old verbiage of oh the Steelers don't pay wide receivers. I get it; they draft them very well, they can develop them very well. But if you get a guy like Deontay Johnson, probably want to try to keep him around. And unless Deontay Johnson is demanding thirty million dollars a year, I mean I'm not paying Deontay you know? Johnson thirty million dollars a year. I'm just saying no, nobody is. Like, how long ago did? AB signed his last contract in Pittsburgh in 2017. That was mm-hmm. five years ago. And five five years ago, his major crazy deal, because it was good money. It was good money. He was the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, correct? Mm-hmm. When he signed that deal? Yeah. I'm almost positive. He was getting $17 million a season. Five years ago, Donnie. Okay? And like now, the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, five years later, is making... $30 million a year. So you're telling me in another five years, George Pickens isn't signing for $30 million? No, I never said that. I just disagree when people say five years from now, $30 million is going to be nothing money. $30 million is a lot of money, bro. No, no matter who's making it, no matter what position, $30 million is a lot of money, bro. Like that's no, not going to change in four years. It is a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand how that. You know what I mean? Like the the salary cap doesn't actually exist, so it's very hard to no, say. No, for sure. And like I I do agree that like the money. market value will continue to go up and it will continue to climb. I I just think that like thirty million dollars is still going to be a very big deal for somebody to get. I don't know. Like I agree. I agree with that. I agree. I see where you're coming from, and I agree yeah. with that. But like just in like the if it wasn't Pittsburgh, you know what I mean? If it was just in the grand scheme of things, like Godwin signed for is making twenty million dollars this season. Neither of us mm-hmm. even knew it. You wanna know why? Because that's just like whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's twelve guys making more than twenty million dollars a year in the NFL right now at wide receiver, and we can name four of them. That's like you know what I mean? so like in in yeah. just the macro, it's a little bit of nothing money. It's just a little bit of nothing money for the Pittsburgh Steelers in four years. We'll be having our four years. We'll be having the same debate in a year. We'll be having the same debate. Is Chase Claypool worth this money? And then in four years, it'll be people trying to rip our heads off because we're trying to make an argument that we should pay that the Pittsburgh Steelers should pay George Pickens $45 million a season. Well, good thing they're to do that. So that's what I'm saying. That's so it's crazy. It's it is crazy. Imagine 10 years from now. By the time we oh, retire, yeah. what is like what what could how at what point could it stop? Like at what point 
does the does the salary cap just go? All right, we're done. We can't go. Any, we, quarterbacks yeah, are cool. making a hundred million dollars a year. We can't go any higher. We can't do it. I think that's that, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. It is. But in four in four years, things could be nuts. I do agree with you on literally everything you've said about. You know, it's a lot of money. It's Pittsburgh. DJ doesn't stay or doesn't uh, change. I get all that. I think it was a good sign on on how they, where they place him. I also think it's very telling that, like, I would love to see what all those players make on that top 15. You know what I mean? Like, Keenan Allen can't make $20 million a year. There's no way. There's no way. All right, let's talk about a petition to take down Acrisure Stadium. Take down. Maybe we'll get behind it. But first, word from our boys at Manscaped. And we got a new code, so make sure you listen tight. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Got Bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor today, Manscaped. Taking control of your bush is important. These products are so good, you're going to be showing pride in your new bush-free yard. It's a fact that you will have the best-kept nutsack on the cul-de-sac. Save big and be the most hygienic version of yourself by using our discount code STEALERS20 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Whether you're looking to go bald like an eagle or just need a safe trim, Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full body grooming game. Their grooming package I highly recommend is the Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package is the Lawn Mower 4.0. This electric trimmer is a Bush's worst nightmare. This trimmer is designed to reduce grooming accidents and shave hair on loose skin thanks to a ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology. No need for night vision goggles. This trimmer has an LED light to allow you to mow the lawn in the dark. It's basic landscaping. When you trim the hedges, the tree stands taller. The second best tool in the performance package is the Weed Whacker. This fine-tuned nose and ear hair trimmer will make sure your nasty nose pubes are under control. Instantly add some pep to your step with the Crop Reserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Spray-On Testy Toner. With a performance package purchase, you get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped Boxers. They have a bunch of other products on their website to help you maximize your confidence and grooming game. Get 20% off plus free shipping with our code STEALERS20 at manscaped.com. Kate Bush may be trending at the moment, but your bush needs some help. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com, and all you have to do is use our code STEALERS20. It's time you level up from the Amazon to the Amadon with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. It's always the end. It's always the end that uh, that gets me. It's always the just like whoever the writes those sneak. needs a crazy raise, bro. Oh, insane! And just like the dirtiest mind, I picture like Bill Burr, Tom Segura, and oh, like jeez, dude, like a little splash of Joe Rogan, just like sitting at a table coming up with just these, just coming up with these. That's what I. Why did the promo code change? 
I have no idea. Got an email one day that said that our code got leaked somewhere. And I was like, I thought that was a good thing. And they're like, Steelers 20 is now the code. And I was like, all right, sounds good. So say less. Be what it be. All right, let's talk about a petition. Pittsburgh Steelers, as we all know, have a new home, Akershire Stadium. It's the dumbest name in football, probably, at least for the time being. But it is what it is. At one point, people probably lost their mind that a ketchup bottle owned by Warren Buffett was taking over the North Shore. $150 million. I'm, I, I'd go buy Heinz Field if I had 100, and I'd name it Noah, Noah Strackbine. I wouldn't even name it Stadium. Noah Strackbine. That's where the Pittsburgh Steelers play. But that's what happens. It's money. In recent days, we're less than a week. When did I talk to Rooney? On Tuesday? In that amount of time, a petition has formed from Pittsburgh Steelers fans trying to not say congratulations or tell Rooney to look into other things, but to just get it the hell out of here. Akershire Stadium needs to be removed. Steelers Stadium, name change, petition. The last time we checked, it was at 939 signatures. Started by good old Daniel Sass. Okay. You're not going to sign it? I I feel like that's a little bit against what I'm here to do, but it is what it is. <laughs> Let's read it. Shall we read it? I say we should read it. Heinz Field is the only sponsored stadium that the team has ever played in. Granted, they've played at two stadiums ever. Previously playing at Three River Stadium, Pitt Stadium, and before that, Forbes Field. Jeez, man. Okay. Dude, they're going all the way back. Let's just keep it going. But now, the Heinz Field sponsorship is no more. Its new name was just announced, and it is horrible. Four explanation points. Akrasher Field. It's Akrasher Stadium, but we're going to let that one slide. Anything, anything at all would have been better than that. No, we're going to talk about that. An out-of-state sponsor comes in and inflicts this name change on us that isn't even easy to pronounce how do you pronounce Acura Stadium improperly? Please change the name. Three Rivers Stadium would work. Okay, Donnie. Let's talk about it. We'll bring it back up. Let's get, let's leave talk it up. about it. All right. I want to address um, the middle line there that says anything would be better than that. Okay. Anything here, yeah. Anything at all. Let's name it Pickle Park. Where do the Steelers play? Pickle Park. Playing a little ball down at the Pickle Park. Name it your mom's house. Yeah, your mom. Your mom's house would be a great one. Yeah, would be a great one. Where where are they playing this weekend? Your mom's house. Yeah, fries (laughs) on a sandwich stadium. Like there could be the strip, the strip field. That would be awful. Monongahela ah. Stadium. Monongahela. Yeah, like anything. We can't even pronounce it. What if they picked anything in Pittsburgh that you wouldn't know? Go ahead. Pick any of the bridges outside of the big yellow ones downtown. Ten bucks says in a week, everybody would forget what that bridge is called. Dude, mm. that should be a sobriety test to get on the ferry back. 
Well, nobody would pass that. They, you know, they <laughs> should do that, actually. They should definitely do that. Just like, just, all right, what's the name of the stadium? Heinz Field, you're walking, bud. Get out, Sorry. bro. Yeah, you're swimming. You're out. <sighs> Dude, bad, bad. I, it will never get changed. It will never get changed. How many signatures do you think this could get to? Uh, first I'd say goal, over a thousand. It started three days ago. Yeah. It's not going to be anything crazy. I mean, anything crazy would have been like. In 14 minutes, it, or like th- how long have we been talking? A minute and a half? It jumped up from mm-hmm. 370 to or 930 to 970. Yeah. So I, I thought anything crazy would have been like 939,000. Because if it got close to a million signatures, then we're kind of talking. Then like that should definitely grab some big eyes from decision makers. But I mean, but well, like, there's what could be done? hundreds <laughs> of millions of Steelers fans across the world. Uh, dude, yeah. a thousand of and them 90% signing percent a petition. of them should care less. Oh, yeah. yeah. I ran across it in a Facebook group today, and I was shocked oh, at God how much you. traction it got immediately. My bit, My thing is just like, I don't even know where to go with this. Like, in my head, this is nuts. It's nuts. What do you... What? Continue. Go ahead. I got nothing. Go ahead. What were you saying? (laughs) I I was was listening to you preach, bro. No, you had a look. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, bro. bro, I was listening to you. I, I, I told you on Tuesday, I am probably one of maybe four people on this planet right now who do not care Heinz Field went away in Akershire Stadium, Field, Park, Campo, whatever. Yeah. Got named the, the the new Spanish for stadium, um, or field. I forget which one. Um, <laughs> it's I, I, I don't care. Like it, it has no impact on my life whatsoever. I'm still gonna buy Heinz ketchup until I'm dead, six feet into the freaking ground. Do you see all these memes about the Heinz ketchup bottle with Acrisure's logo on it, no. like Acrisure ketchup? Like, what are we? What, do we think this is going to happen? Do we think this is really going to be a thing here? Listen, that- think how great your life has to be that people are bitching about a stadium that is no longer named after ketchup. If that is your biggest problem today, <laughs> you should be very thankful for the life oh, that you have. That's awesome. Like That's the best way to put it. That's the perfect. That is the perfect way to put it. That's like That's what I mean. This is crazy to me. This is crazy. Like, there have been few things that I have signed petitions for. Major giant things that have happened in this world that I've just been like, whoa, man. That shouldn't happen. We should do something about that as a people. I believe one of them, none of them actually, was to change his football stadium name. Ever. Ever. If they, I could see if they were like, oh, the Steelers are moving to Michigan. Then people be like, "Oh, all right, I'd oh, sign no. out," and I'd be like, "Dude, yeah. I don't want to go live in Michigan. I don't, my fiance's not moving to Michigan. What am I, like, hey, they got a, they got a lake. It splits the whole state in half. If we pick the wrong side to live on, we got to take a boat all the way to the game every Sunday, and let's hope that it's on the right side. Like that would be dumb. But the name, what are we gonna do in 15 years? Do you think we'll get the same reaction in 15 years? And I think they'll be like, "Well, we won four Super Bowls, and there's." So, Minka Fitzpatrick 
intercepted Tom Brady to take us to the playoffs in 2026 at Acrisure Stadium. Yins. I mean, look, at, at, at the end of the day, Jerry Dulac already said that this deal is much better than the previous deal that Heinz had given yeah, them. Up. We don't know $8 if $8 or what dollars. the bid for Heinz was to the Steelers. The more money, the better to fix the stadium and take dollars out of taxpayers' wallets or keeping it there, excuse me, than to the, the try to kind of use everybody else's money in the city of Pittsburgh to make upgrades to the stadium. Now they don't really have to worry about that. You read from, I think it was like a press release or something, that they were going to invest into the stadium themselves. And like I brought up on Tuesday, no, was really what has Heinz really done for the Pittsburgh community? Because I still am very unaware of anything super helpful for all of these people to kind of like align themselves with. Yeah, it's like what they put two giant ketchup bottles. Dude, it's it's just it, it's, it's something different and people are creatures of habit. That's all it is. Facts. I do like this comment from Donald here in the in the comments out here when Three Rivers became Heinz Field, it was the same thing. That's great to know. I've been wondering that for a week now. Of just is the was the reaction the same? Like, did people lose? Like, you're bringing a ketchup bottle, a ketchup bottle to hot. You're gonna make the Steelers play on a ketchup bottle. I think it'd be the same thing. Only like I'm telling you, dude, they should fly like drones down and be like, this is what Accuracy is all about. And I'd be like, that's freaking awesome, man. Like, if they deliver me my hat, my halftime hot dogs on a drone, I will lose my mind. I will actually <laughs> lose my mind. That's all I want. Like, yo, can I get some barbecue sauce? Drops it down. Like, no words. It'd be beautiful. Look, be beautiful. they all they did was they bought the naming rights to the stadium. People yeah, are still was, going to call it Heinz Field. That's okay. That is fine. Yeah, that is fine. And, you know, shout out. Got to give uh, Smack Apparel. So did my DMs earlier, and they were like, yo, we're with the – we're not changing Heinz Field movement, even though they understand it's a business transaction. Um, gave me, didn't give me, sent this shirt, and they're like, yo, dog, check this shirt out. So I was like, oh, that's a cool shirt. And I know a lot of people out here are doing the same thing, so would like to uh, show the shirt. There it is. Heinz Field forever. I'm all about that life. If you want to do it, the comments, the first comment in the thing. All about that life. I'm all about people who are passionate about their stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Like when those Juju shirts of him standing over Vontez Perfect blew up, I bought one because that was awesome. You know, that was just yeah. a well-timed T-shirt. And I think that's what makes Steelers fans beautiful. I don't know. Like I went to Cleveland, the Cleveland-Denver game last year, and it was like a lot of the same stuff, you know? Like, I feel like you go to a Steelers game and you see, like, 45 different T-shirts at least in at, at least six different sections of 45 different T-shirts, you know? I went to the Cleveland-Denver game and everybody was just in jerseys. And I was like, yes, yes like, Cleveland jerseys. sucks, but yeah. there was no Baker Mayfield jerseys. None. Yeah. No, like, none. That's not Joe Hayden jersey. Not. Speaking of Joe Hayden, did you see Joe Hayden's tattoo of – that's hard. That's super hard. hard. No, I, I I was a big fan of that tattoo. Yeah, that was dope. Do we think it's an indication that he's retiring? I don't know, man. Because 
I I wouldn't take it as that. I, I think just because like his roots are so ingrained in Cleveland at the beginning of his career, and then like he played with Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh kind of welcomed him with open arms. So he obviously has like a soft spot for Pittsburgh as well. He's probably the only man on the planet that can get away with a tattoo that is half Steelers, half Browns. And everybody's like, all right, cool, on sure. the planet. Yeah. They're just like, all right, that's pretty dope. Like good for him. Yeah. He could have won a million different ways, you know, like, but no, if, if he plays somewhere else, like let's say like one more year with like Minnesota or like Arizona, like there's really he no, he goes wins the Super Bowl with somebody. Nah. He'll, he'll get like a like a Lombardi tatted on him, but I don't think That'd be it'll sick. be like anything crazy like that. That'd be sick. That is a hard tattoo. That's a really hard tattoo. I'm all about that. Joe Swaggy Hayden. I wish. I hope he comes back. He won't, but I hope he comes back. I really truly do hope he comes back. All right. Last thing we got to talk about. Le'Veon Bell announced his semi-retirement. He was like, I'm not leaving but i'm walking away i'm like dude you're 30 30 years old you're done on instagram said that he's gonna go focus on boxing he's got his first matchup i believe at the end of the month with adrian peterson i cannot wait until we until we put our bets on that because we are 100 betting on that game i don't care if, if i have to venmo you we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> And we're, and we're, I don't know who we're feeling. We got to talk about that. But anyways, within his entire thing here, he mentions the 2018 Pittsburgh Steelers and what could have been. And for the first time, I think ever, this is the first time he said this, that maybe he somewhat admits he screwed up. Obviously, I, we, whoever wish things would have played out differently in 2018. Like if I legit had a time machine to go back to 2018, that would be so lit for so many reasons, but I don't. All I can do, all we can do is keep moving forward with life. Let me ask this, Donnie, before we dive into this. Mm-hmm. Is that Le'Veon Bell saying he screwed up? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And you know what? It's okay. I respect it and I accept it because we, we've seen bits and pieces of Antonio Brown kind of doing the same thing, but nothing really like that. Nothing super crazy like, hey, I messed up. It was all on me. I know AB had that like Instagram post where he like kind of like apologized to Big Ben, um, yeah. but like nothing, nothing really like this, um, but good. Good for him because I think everybody in Pittsburgh can kind of tag along with me and understand that it sucked to see him go. He was an incredible running back to watch, um, especially after the Steelers only kind of shortchanged him a little bit in terms of the the money he got from New York. And it, it, it sucked to watch him go, but dude, like you saw very quickly how different the New York Jets were from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. How and the rest of football. of a downturn that was. Le'Veon Bell is the reason that anybody who says, well, we don't know what we're going to get out of Deshaun Watson if he doesn't play this season is dead on. Le'Veon Bell was the first guy that we saw that we saw what happens when you take a year off of football, especially when you play a position where you need 
to know how to get hit, avoid hits, and your body needs contact. It is the hardest sport to walk away from and then come back and try to play at the same level. It taught a lot of people a lot of that. Like he's he's now a caution tale to so many. Melvin Ingram mm-hmm. or Melvin Gordon, excuse me, almost sat out a year. I think realized he shouldn't do that because his career will, will pretty much be over. Came back in and was able to play. I, I mean, for the rest of time, people are going to use Le'Veon Bell's name in that context of, yeah, well, he's sitting out a year, but like, remember when Le'Veon Bell sat out and then his career completely busted after that. And no here's way. the thing with that too. A lot of people will be like, oh, well, you know, he didn't have to really take any hits that year. Like he, he preserved his body so he could be fresh and healthy going into whatever new contract that he signed. Especially at the running back position where after the age of 30, it's like a flat line. Like very rarely do running backs produce after the age of 30. And that's why you see them have such a short shelf life in the NFL. Yep. Dude, he's still a year older. I, I understand not taking like um, bumps and bruises along the way. He's still another year older whenever he signs that deal. And you yep. haven't seen him play for the last calendar year if you're an NFL team. Yep. Dude. So I, about- I, I get it. Look, he got his money. At, yeah. at the very end of the day, he got his guaranteed money. He secured the bag for probably the rest of his life. He did what he needed to do. But I also yeah. think in that Instagram post that, that you had brought up, you see that he wishes he could have changed things and he probably could have played one more year with the Steelers. And who knows, had he played that year, things might have been a little bit different. Could have. Could have. I, I mean, it's crazy. And you bring like the best point there is you're a year – like, dude, think about it. I get up off the couch sometimes. I know you do too where, like, you're just like, oh, my God, why do I hurt? And we're 26, 27 years old, and we yeah. do nothing with our lives. We do not – we go to the gym, and I barely do that. And my body's deteriorating. Like, I couldn't even imagine – couldn't even imagine going and getting hit by a football player after a year off. Couldn't imagine. It's But that's what it is, you know. At the end of the day, he did get money. I'm happy that he got money. I hope that his boxing career is successful. You know, I think Le'Veon Bell was a villain amongst villains when he was leaving Pittsburgh. I think that all that was very but selfish. He embraced that. That's the difference. Loved he embraced it. Dude, that embraced role. it, but didn't embrace it at the same time. Remember the tweet that was like, they make me a villain in my own city. I'm like, dude, you released a diss album about the city, man. Bro, about he did the it whole to city. Himself. Yeah, he was the villain. He was the villain. But that's that's what he was looking for, you know? But And at the time, I, I didn't agree with anything he's doing. But since then, what Le'Veon Bell has done, in my opinion, is just, you know, I don't hold grudges. I don't think anybody else does either. If in two years he wants to come back and say, yo, I want to sign a one-day contract with the Steelers and retire with the Steelers, do they let him do it? I don't. I don't know. But I wouldn't be upset about it, you know. Like, I, I also like, agree. Oh, I, I I would like that a lot. Yeah, right. Like I just I think he he's cool. up there. Yeah, he's like the third best running back to ever play for the Steelers, which is crazy. But he's pretty high up there. And yeah. even if it was only what four years, I don't know. Um, Sun City. 
you need to go listen to is this album because according to Donnie, he's the best rapper to ever come out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's not. It's Terrell Edmonds <laughs> nah, dude. by a mile. Nah, Terrell Edmonds is better off playing football. And if you know my track record with him, not a compliment. I'm waiting for Terrell Edmonds to drop his diss track against Donnie Droon. And I'd be super hyped about that. I wish I could see it. He's blocked me on Twitter, bro. I, can't, I haven't seen anything Terrell Edmonds the last like six months of my life. I'll FaceTime you next time I'm in the locker room. I'll be like, yo, what's good, dog? This is my this is my homie Donnie. This is this is Rel. He's gonna rap this, about this. This is who's been quick. talking mad trash about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know really? that kid that was like seven, 15, 20 years ago that was like just unloading bullets on you? That's him, actually. He's right here on the phone. <laughs> Like Only if I get to bring up Benny Snow. Yeah, I don't know about that one. But I, mean, <laughs> I got 365 days before I don't have to worry about Benny Snell or Mason Rudolph anymore. And we're good. Hey, we're good. Got to worry about his jersey, though. Yeah, keep bringing that up, huh? Just keep reminding me about that one. Fantastic. Sweet victory. <laughs> All right. We are... Heading out of here. Thank you Hold so really much. Really quick, for- really quick. Who's going to win that boxing match? Adrian Peterson or Le'Veon oh, Bell? We're having a whole episode about this, but it's going to be Le'Veon Bell, okay. unfortunately. Okay. I, I think I'm I all about read, AP. Okay. I'm all about AP. I really am. I'm going to be like, there's the, like, I love Adrian Peterson. I think he's like the one of the best running backs of all time. Um, super undervalued for what he's accomplished. And I want him to win. You know, like a really bad, which is going to be the difficult part of betting on this match is I'm going to want him to win so bad, but Le'Veon Bell, chances are, is going to smoke him. Like, especially if he's been training for years. I don't know how long Adrian Peterson's been training. You know, Bell's lighter. He's a smaller guy. AP's bigger. It's, you know, at worst case scenario, you go six rounds. I don't know. I don't know. We're like a week away, two weeks away. Yeah, is it July 30th? Yeah, July 30th. Wow, like really close. Yeah, can't wait to lose money on that one. (laughs) Can't wait to lose money on that one. It's been a minute since we've lost some money. It's been good. It's been good. All right, thank you so much, everybody, for jumping on to another episode of All Steelers Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Talk. Use our promo code at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. And as always, like this video. Be a friend to tell a friend. Tell a, be a friend. Tell a friend to come check us out. We'll be back tomorrow with Friday with Derek, the kid. Enjoy your night. Peace.